Everybody shout better together. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we're excited uh, to be able to go through part two of our Better Together series, and uh, we are excited for what God is going to share this morning. Are you ready for the word? Amen, amen, amen. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather together. God, we thank you for your presence, which is in this place. Father, we ask God, would you speak to our hearts and our minds that as we leave from this place, God, that we will make a conscious decision that we are better together. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, on uh, last week, uh, Pastor Ray started off our Better Together series by helping us understand what is community. And uh, it was an awesome message. If you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to go and watch it. It is on our website. And he talked about what is community and how vital it is for us to be a part of this uh, community because it's a part of our Christian journey. He shared how God himself is a relational God. And he shared how uh, he exists within community, within himself, within the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And as we see that they are in everlasting relationship with one another, we as believers of Jesus Christ, we are image bearers of him and we are image bearers of the triune God. And because of that, we too must live in community. Everybody shout, we need to live in community. Pastor Ray then expressed that we as believers must recognize that we already have community because community exists in Jesus Christ. All we have to do is get on the bandwagon of what Christ has already done and what he's already doing. Because community's already there, we just have, simply have to say, hey, count me in. So as we continue that thought today, let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, and we're going to start here at verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, starting here at verse 9. Uh, y'all, my wife isn't feeling well, so that's why y'all don't see her uh, up front. So because she's not here, I need somebody else to, to, to talk back to me. Amen. Amen. My, 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 my cheerleader's not over here, but she's watching online. So, so there we go. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, starting at verse 9, and it reads as this. Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has no one to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Verse 12. And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, again, and it says, Two are better than one. Everybody shout, Two is better than one. So, normally when we hear this text, the first thing you think about is a wedding or a covenant of marriage between a man and a woman. But while this text is applicable for marriage, this text goes beyond the commitment of the covenant of marriage. That the writer of Ecclesiastes is simply stating that two is better than one. As we assess this text and contextually, that this passage stands in stark contrast to its surrounding passages. Verse 7 and 8 of this particular chapter warns that selfish uh, isolation from others is vanity. 
And then in verse 13 through 16, it warns that superficial fame is also vanity. But between these two extremes, our text teaches us a practical principle for the meaning of life, which is two is better than one. Indeed, this is countercultural principle to our society today because our society pushes the power of one. And many people virtually uh, worship privacy. But scripture doesn't just, uh, uh, scripture does not exhortate or uh, celebrate individualism. Rather, it celebrates community because we are better together. As I sat there and I thought about we are better together, I had to think about this thing because it goes beyond just each and every one of us here. We are better together, but things are better together. So, 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 so I have a light bulb. And so, so this light bulb is, is good, but the reality is it's not good by itself. It's better together if you have a lamp. And if you put it together, it's better together. Everybody shout better together. Okay, that is, that, that's going to be better together. I can't put it in there right now. Uh, uh, the next thing I've learned that's better together is uh, flowers. These are fake back like they're real. Uh, uh, th- th- whenever you have flowers, the first thing you have to do is you have to get a vase. But, but not only do you need to do this, you need to do it in such a way that makes your wife very happy when she comes home. So, 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 so whenever I, I go down to Royers and I get my wife some flowers, the first thing they say, okay, when is the next time you're going to put it in a vase? I say in about an hour. They say it's important because if you don't put it in a vase, it's going to die. Everybody shout, better together. Okay, uh, somebody else needs help. Okay, uh, for some of you who like me that love seasoning, uh, salt and pepper is better together. So some of y'all just like salt, some of y'all like pepper, but I'm going to pray for you. It's better together. Salt and pepper is sure enough better together. Okay, uh, the next thing Pastor Ray taught me, uh, I'm not handy. He said a screw and a screwdriver goes better together. Uh, uh, Don't try to uh, take a hammer and use it with a screw. They don't go together. It's a screw and a screwdriver is better together. Everybody shout better together. Okay, uh, we are in COVID. Uh, Hand wash and water, they are better together. Uh, Some of you uh, love hand sanitizer, but Dr. Uh, Fauci says, hey, soap and water. Make sure you wash your hands. Amen. Uh, We don't want none of that. Uh, The next thing is better together is toothbrush and toothpaste. Amen. We don't want you to say hallelujah to me. Uh, 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 This this is good together. You can't put this on your finger and try to brush your teeth. You need it together. Talk to your doctor. Amen. Uh, The next thing I find is better together. I love it. It's better together. Is Rodney and Cherise. They can't be by themselves. It's better together. Amen. 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 That's grounding points for when I get home. Amen. Uh, uh, Those things are better together. None of these things can last by itself. These things were not created to stand alone. Rather, they were created to be in connection with something else. Just as these items need each other in order to function and do what it's created to do, each and every one of us are needed to be in community with one another because God has called us to be in community. While God has created the world, the water and the animals in the sky and even man, he said after he created, he said it is good. But, but the, the next thing, it shows us that even though he said when he made the water is good, the sky is good, the animals is good, man is good. There was one thing he said wasn't good. As we look at the text in Genesis chapter 2, we learn that Adam was alone. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. 
Now, now the text does not say that Adam was lonely. Look at the text. The text does not say Adam was lonely. The text says that he was alone. And the reason why he was not lonely was because he was walking with God. It's, it's very possible, it's very possible, my brothers and sisters, that you can be walking with God and being alone and not being lonely. But even though he is walking with God, God still says, hey, I know I am more than enough, but you still need to be in community. God says that it's not good for man to be alone. God never intended for man to be alone, either in a marital status or in a social sense. God never intended for any of us to live this Christian life alone. We were built for community. Community is simply sharing a common life in Christ. It moves us beyond ourselves to fellowship with one another. So so as we are embarking on this Better Together series here at Grace Church, uh, we are now embarking on our Grace Community Groups. And we're talking, we're calling them community groups because we want people to be in community. But you may say, Pastor Rodney, you say two is better than one. But why is it? And and what do we do within this community? I want to give you four things that we are called to do better together. Can Can I give them to you? Number one, number one, we are called to connect. Everybody shout connect. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Proximity to people does not mean connection. Let me say that one more time. Proximity to people doesn't mean connection. Community is not just about being together. Community is about doing life together. Let me say that one more time. Community is not just about being together. Community is about doing life together. No man or woman is an island and no uh, more than ever. We have seen in this, in this, this COVID-19 pandemic has shown us that human connection is more important than ever. People are now going out of their way to connect with people they know and people that they don't know in different new and innovative ways. Hebrews 10.25 says, let us not neglect our meaning together. And some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Can I tell you something, my brothers and sisters, that each and every one of us cannot live this Christian life without connecting with another believer. If you're walking by yourself, my question is, are you really a believer in Jesus Christ? We are the body of Christ. And I don't know about you, but I I grew up and learned that the wrist bone is connected to the... Did I do it wrong? I think I did it wrong. Okay, y'all know the song, okay. (laughs) But the reality is, we're all connected together. A body part, my hand needs my, and my elbow needs my, y'all got it all together. See, y'all got it together. The reality is, we all need each other. If we don't have a connection with somebody else or believe in Jesus Christ, my question is, are we actually a part of the body? If you are alone and you want to live your life in isolation, my question is, are you really a part of the body of Christ? Number one, number one is connect. Everybody shout connect. The number two is care. Everybody shout care. Care. Romans 12, 10 says, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Outdo one another in showing honor. There's a story about a man who was walking down the street one day and he fell into this hole And the walls were so steep that he could not get himself out. And a doctor walked past. And when he walked past, uh, this man shouted out and said, hey, can you help me out? 
The doctor wrote him a prescription and threw it down and he moved on. There was this particular pastor that, 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 that walked past and this, this man screamed out, help, 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 I'm down in this hole. And the pastor looked down and said, hell, Mary, full of grace, the Lord be with you. And he walked on. Then, then uh, this, this, this guy that's down in this hole is perplexed. He's like, I want to get out of this hole. I've been down here for a long time. I cannot get myself out. And his friend walks past and he says, hey, 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 can you help me out? He says, yes, I can help you out. So what he did was he jumped and got in the hole with them. And, and, the, and the man was like, are you stupid? I'm trying to get myself out and I can't get myself out. So why in the world would you jump in here and now both of us are stuck. And the man looked at him and he said, hey, he said, hey man, we've been friends for a long time and I just want to let you know, do you trust me? He said, yeah, but I don't trust you right now because I asked you to get me out, but you jumped in it with me. He said, that's what I want to tell you, my brother. He said, I've been down in this hole before, so I know how to get out of this hole together. Can I tell you something, my brothers and sisters? It's one thing, it's one thing to get into a situation yourself. But it's another thing for a person to say, hey, I'm not going to give you a handout. I'm going to step in your situation with you and encourage you while you're there to say you can come out to you. There are particular text shows us here that in verse 10, he says, if a person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Verse 11, it says, likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? My wife knows I don't like sleeping by myself. I don't go to sleep before she does. We ha- she has to get in the bed with me. We have to go to sleep. But that's not what this text is talking about. What this text is talking about is many of us will go through situations that's really cold and lonely sometimes. But Christ has called each and every one of us at the community of Jesus Christ to come alongside each other and to bring warmth and comfort in the midst of our winter season. That's what that text is talking about. Then the text in verse 12, it says, and a person stands alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. You know, this particular text shows me that one can chase a thousand, but two can put 10,000 on flight. That's what the scripture says. I can't do it by myself, but if I have somebody else that's standing on the wall and praying with me, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And can I give you some good news? The Bible tells us here in John 13, he says, love one another just as I've loved you. You also love one another. By this, everyone would know that you're my disciples if you love one another. We as the body of Christ, as the community of Jesus Christ, we're better together because we care for one another. The thing that separates us from different religions and different organizations is that we care for one another. We love one another. But then Galatians 6, 2 says, carry one another's burdens in the way you will fulfill the law of Christ. What does that mean? That means I'm not only going to love you by caring for you, but I'm also going to care for you by letting you know you don't have to carry this by yourself. That's what community is all about. So number one, number one is connect. Everybody shout connect. Everybody shout care. The next one is challenge to grow. Everybody shout challenge to grow. Here at, here at Grace Church, you know our, our, our model, which is on the wall. We want you to experience God. We want you to discover purpose. We want you to what? Grow in community. We just don't want to bring community just to have community. No, no, no. We want to create safe spaces that each and every one of us will continue to grow. 
I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, younger generation, my generation. I love you so much. An older generation season, which I call the season generation. I love you much. But if you get to a place where you think you are too good to be in community to grow, my question is, are you living or are you dying? Because if we want to say, if we want grow to be more like Christ, that means we have to be willing to be yielded and be molded to learn from the younger generation, but also to receive wisdom from the older generation. That's community. What, what, what does the definition for growth look like? The, the definition for growth is the act or the process or the manner of growing, developing, gradual increase. Plant needs sun and we need time with God. They need water to replenish and we need time in the word. They, they need uh, time to, to be enriched by the soil. And we, as the community believers, we need not to be afraid of when we're being challenged. A writer once said, growth is painful. Change is painful. But there is nothing as painful as staying stuck where you don't belong. Philippians 1.6 says, I'm certain that God who begun a good work in you will continue to work until it finishes on the day of Jesus Christ. Growth would not move us from the cross. Growth will take us deeper into the heart of God. Spending time in his word, learning from others, challenging one another. That is the thing that's going to help us to grow. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Because of my last illustration, my wife won't let me bring a knife. So therefore, I'm not going to bring a knife this time. In the Old Testament times, that one iron blade was used to sharpen another blade until they both become effective tools. This is a simple statement that shows us that we cannot do life by ourselves. We become sharpened as we connect with other people. Now, if a, a, a knife is dull or blunt, it still continues to be a knife, but it's no longer effective for its service. But now I understand that if, a, if, a, if a, 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 um, a knife connects with another knife or iron sharpens iron, we must understand that when you begin to sharpen one another, it becomes shiny and more pristine. What is that saying? When we come together as the body of Christ and we iron sharpens iron, the light of Christ that's on the inside each and every one of us begins to illuminate. We can't do it by ourselves. So number one is connect. Everybody shall connect. Everybody shall care. care. Everybody shall challenge to grow. Challenge to grow. Last one is celebrate. Everybody shall celebrate. celebrate. I would love to sing that song. Celebrate. I'm not going to sing Nathan. But, 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 but that, that, that we, we want us to celebrate. We need to celebrate. Romans 12, 15 says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. I think sometimes in Christendom we love to mourn. We actually can celebrate with those who celebrate. Let me say that one more time. I said, we as Christians, sometimes it's easy for us to mourn with those who mourn, but we, do we actually rejoice and celebrate with those who rejoice and celebrate? The Bible tells us here, he says, and they have overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. We are going to be a church and we will continue to be a church that's going to celebrate the victories in each and every one of our lives. 
I'm excited. I'm excited for the day that we will continue to celebrate not only the big miracles that eyes are getting ready to open and deaf ears will be open and people who are lame are going to walk. I'm excited for how God's going to still perform those miracles. But I'm so excited to see the miracle and celebrate the wins of those that were in addiction and God brought them restoration. I'm excited about the day when those who are dealing with depression and anxiety and I can celebrate the win that they now have peace and joy in the midst of what they're going through. Those are the things that God says, I want you to learn how to celebrate. We're going to be a culture that celebrates to see what God has done. But not only, not only do we need to connect, not only do we need to challenge to grow, not only do we need to celebrate, but lastly, I learned that these are things that we do better together. Two are better together. Everybody shout, two is better together. God has called us to connect, care, challenge, grow, and to celebrate. That's what we're going to do in all of our grace groups. We're going to do that. But, but, but there was something that was missing for me. As I was looking at the text, as I was looking at the text, look at the text with me. He says here in verse, uh, uh, verse, verse 9, he says, two are better than one. But then in verse 12, he says, and though... A man might prevail against one who is alone. Two will withstand him. He says, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. What are you saying, Pastor Rodney? Yes, two is better together, but three is stronger together. Let me say that one more time. Two is better together, but three is stronger together. As I, as I, as I, was, looking, as I was looking at these two, two things here, these, these, these two items, okay, here's a light bulb, here's a lamp, okay, I'm going to put this in here, and uh, I'm going to try to turn it on, but I, I, it, won't, it won't come on, but, 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 but here, here I have some wonderful flowers, and I have a vase, but I need to make sure it lasts for at least a week but it needs something else. Can can I tell you something, my brothers and sisters? Yes, these two things are better together, but if it's not connected to something even greater than these two things, it won't have power. If, 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 I were, if I were to have this, this flower just in this vase, think of it's real. Uh, if I were just to have the flower in this vase, the reality is it won't last just with these two items. It needs water in order to survive. What are you saying, Pastor Rodney? Uh, 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 a three-court strand is not easily broken. So what he's simply saying is, you need to be together with something greater than you than when life comes and both of you are back, both of your backs against the wall. He said, I have something that's greater that won't let you break. We're better together. Not only are we better together with others, but we're better together because we are with God. So as we, as we prepare for this, this group series, don't sit back and relax. Lean in and say, God, what is my part? What are you calling me to do as I need to seek out community? What does my community look like? Some of you who may be watching us online, I'm going to connect with you. Some of you all probably are sitting at home by yourself because of this pandemic and you may not be able to connect with others. There, there, as I said, you don't have to be in the presence of people. Online is a great way to connect with people. Zoom, Facebook, social media, FaceTime. Christ has called us to connect with others so that we can be everything 
he's called us to be. Amen? Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this challenge. We thank you for this challenge, God, to be better together. God, you not created us to be in isolation. You created us to be together. So, Father, for those who are uh, seeking out community, Father, we ask, God, that you reveal that community to them. For those who are scared and have anxiety about reaching out to others, Father, we ask that the peace of God be upon them. God, that they may be able to find strength in community. Father, we thank you, God, for these grace groups that are getting ready to start with signups. God, we ask, God, that your blessing be upon them. That there will be environments, God, where people can experience you. That they can discover their purpose. That they can grow, but most of all, make a difference. And so, Father, we thank you for this. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. With every eye closed, there may be somebody here today who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. As I said, it's better together to connect with others, but you're stronger together when you connect with Jesus Christ. If you're here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, he's the best thing that could ever happen to you. He can change your life. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from the love of God. God said, I loved you with an everlasting love that I sent my only son that you might have life and have it that more abundantly. If you're here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, simply pray this prayer. And if you're here today, let's all pray it together. Father, I come in need of Jesus. I recognize that I'm a sinner. Father, I come believing that your son died on the cross for my sin and rose again with power in his hands. And because of that, my life is changed in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give God a shout of praise? Amen. For those, amen, who gave their heart to Christ. If you're here today and this is your first time here at Grace Church, we invite you back to Connections. If you are here and you gave your heart to the Lord, we would love just to talk to you. We want to celebrate with you. We want to celebrate this with you. Please stop by Connections. We would love to connect with you. If you're here and you will be taking Count Me In, uh, it's going to be in the conference room. It's going to be only 45 minutes. If you're here and you did not sign up, but you want to join in, there's still enough time. We will also take you. As uh, Kate shared, group sign Signups open up today. You can go on our website, mygracechurch.com slash grace groups to sign up. Uh, there are two men's groups, two women's groups, two mixed groups, two young family groups. We are excited. There's some groups that already have dates that are set, and there are some groups that are based upon uh, the availability of everybody that want to join that group. So we're excited for how we're going to grow together because we're going to be better together. God bless you all. We'll see you next week as we continue our series.